Hey, this is Dr. Preston E. Malone. And Pastor Joseph B. Brown. And we're the host of My Daddy's, Daddy's Brothers, Brothers Boys Ministry with a Purpose. Broadcasting live each week on Tuesday at 8 p.m. From Fishbowl Radio Network Studios at Globe Life Park in Arlington, Texas. Log on to here an inside look at over 80 years combined ministries. The good. The bad. The ugly. Situations and circumstances. Moments in the Bible and current events. So be sure to log on each week on Tuesday at 8 p.m. to catch My Daddy's Brother's Boy Ministry with the Purpose. On FishbowlRadioNetwork.com. Jump in. All right, all right, all right. My, my, my. It's Tuesday night, everybody. It's Tuesday night. And my daddy's brother's boys are on the air. This is Pastor P. And let me tell you, I'm just one part of the brothers. Oh, my God. It wouldn't be nothing. You know, James Brown said this is a man's world. But it wouldn't be nothing without a woman or a girl. Well, I'm just my daddy's brother's boy. But I, I need my daddy's brother's boy, uh, to be on the line. And that's another, none other than the Reverend Joseph B. Brown, the pastor of the First St. Holland Church in Buffalo, Texas. What's going on, Cousin Brown? Hey there, Doc Cousin Malone. <laughs> Nothing much. It's good to see you on this evening. What a blessing it is to uh, be back in the studio one more time. Uh, for God is still in the blessing business, and I'm I'm so excited and and all. And I was uh, I, I want you all to know that are watching tonight. I had an opportunity to go hear my daddy's brother's boy on Sunday night. He uh, he was a part. He's been a part of uh, a thirty day revival with Bishop, uh, Bishop Lawler, and um, he had uh, uh, each minister, 15 ministers, and uh, each one of them uh, get two nights. And so Sunday night and Monday night was his night. Well, I stopped by to let you know that I went by Sunday night and boy wrecked the house. He actually wrecked the house. He, um, The subject and topic that they're dealing with, uh, um, uh, how how... What do you do after? What? How do you handle the aftermath? Surviving, Surviving the aftermath. aftermath. And 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 I tell you what, uh, he walked. He walked with that thing. And I, I told him. I said, you know, I was sitting there listening, but I was also taking notes, and I got me some sermons to preach while he was yet preaching. <laughs> and 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 I, I almost told him, said, Doc, let's continue that tonight. Let's go ahead and talk about surviving the aftermath. And 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 I thought about. I thought about something uh, as he was preaching and uh, I thought about how um, after Jesus had died on the cross and uh, and how he had rose again from the dead and then the disciples were together Peter and some of the disciples and and uh, and and the question was asked where do we go over here Peter said I go fishing but you know <laughs> but uh, the thing about it is surviving the aftermath means that you got to understand it, it you got to take care of business after it's all over with because of the fact is that when Peter said we go fishing I stopped by to let you know we had a problem you know it was a tragic event uh, where Jesus died up on the cross they crucified our Lord and crucified our Savior and then uh, they buried him in a borrowed tomb but 
right early that third day morning, he got up with all power. And I want you to know that was something, a uh, uh, catastrophic event that happened a few years back called COVID-19. COVID-19 came in and uh, some people got hit real hard with it. And, and now we have to survive the aftermath. Church is not church as it used to be. Things mm-hmm. have changed. People have changed. Their priorities have changed. They are no longer uh, with the same mindset that they once had, whereby they was dedicated to uh, to the attendance and their worship and to their God. And they have forsaken their worship. They have forsaken their God. They have forsaken their Christian responsibility. Mm-hmm. They have forsaken the fact that God is still God. And he did not change in the midst of all of the COVID-19. So when you survive the aftermath, you got to remember from whence you came. Because if you forget where you come from, you don't know where you're going. Hmm. And I stopped by to let you know this evening that uh, trials of life will come our way, but we got to learn how to handle them. Amen. When they come, we got to learn how to handle these uh, trials of life because trials, Jesus promised us. He, he, he gave us a word and that word never fails. He told us beyond a shadow of a doubt. He said that if any man come after me, he got to deny himself, take up his cross and follow me daily not just uh, on sunday but you got to follow him daily you got to be willing to live what uh live the life that has been bestowed upon you and 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 and, but i i stopped by to let you know tonight doc that you you bless me you bless me you 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 amen you revive i got my revival you know revival don't stop don't start until the revival is over. That well, I want sense. you to know I got mines on Sunday night. Well, praise and, the Lord. And uh, got a, got something to carry with me. And uh, and I was at home uh, as I was taking a shower. I was thinking about that. And uh, and I said, Wow. I said, You know, you got to know how to survive the aftermath. Because how to survive after yeah. the aftermath? Oh, what my is Lord. now yes. and what is to come? That's right. Because every day there's something you got to overcome. Absolutely, absolutely. We're overcomers. You know, uh, thank God for the revival. Want to give a shout out to uh, Pastor Lala, yes. uh, Kendrick Lala, over at the Lighthouse Chapel Church, uh, and Bishop Julian Lewis. Uh, certainly, we thank God for them and the visionary uh, uh, focus on. The end time. So much is happening in the world today. I was just talking to my friend, uh, Jacqueline, Miss Jacqueline Johnson. Yeah. And she was telling me about some young man, 25 years old, got gunned down in Cedar Hill today by the Popo. Yes. Uh, and he, he was, was <laughs> he was in the wrong. He was in the wrong. And yeah. that wrong that he made, that decision he made cost him his life. Did he die? die? I, I I assume. I, I did. I did. I'm not yeah. sure if he died or not. Jacqueline, uh, put a put a note on the they, screen if he's yeah, still alive. Yeah. I, 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 I don't want to kill him if he I, ain't dead. I think they transported him. They they worked on him after they was able to apprehend him, and yep. uh, after 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 apprehending him, they was working on him, and the paramedics and all came. And I believe that they carried him to the hospital. Don't know if he's dead or not, but mm. he was yet alive. 
when they carry when they left the scene yes well we all make decisions and you know it's a lot going on we we survived the aftermath you talked about the aftermath of covid uh, 19 uh, 19 and and corona yeah uh not sure if he's still alive or not well praise god uh if he is uh uh hopefully this will be the turning point one of those uh Yes. Uh, life-defining moments uh, because we have to adjust if we're going to survive the aftermath. And, and the churches are already making the adjustments on yes. on how we worship, how we praise God, how we, uh, how we do what we were doing before or pre-COVID. Uh, we have to m- make some shifts and some changes because he did tell us uh, in Matthew, to go into the highways and hedges and compel them to come, Absolutely. that the house might be full, full. and yeah. that 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 compel suggests it it it, it it's ever changing. Right, right. Whatever it takes to reach them, we've got to reach them exactly. to get them in the house in order to be changed. We survived the COVID. Okay, so we're dealing with the aftermath of that, and, and there's a lot of fallout. We suffered greatly. Uh, some have even lost their life. That we survived nine eleven. Yes, we the did. The aftermath of nine eleven said, uh, "Don't get dressed until you get to the airport." Yeah, and then yeah. after you, after your search and seizure, yeah. <laughs> didn't put your clothes on. Yesterday. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, one time I went to the airport uh, with some boots on. Oh, you too, <laughs> <laughs> man! And they made me take their boots off. Yes, yes. I couldn't take them off. Mm-hmm. I had to talk the man and his son in front of me to pull them boots off. Oh, bless your heart! And he want, He said, "I'll take them off if you give them to me." <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, but they, they let me make it. There's so many uh, uh, diseases. Some are uh, uh, surviving the aftermath of cancer. Absolutely. Uh, some diagnose or prognose. Yes. Uh, and the loss of a loved one, one mother, father, child. Brother, child, uh, yeah. Some are surviving the aftermath of being uh, 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 sexually abused, uh, whether that's uh, incest or rape. Right. Uh, it's a terrible thing, but it happens. Absolutely. And it, it, it's still happening in our world. And, and you have to learn how to survive the aftermath of it. What do I do now? Amen. How do I live? And what? why did that have to happen? What lessons can I gain from this? What can I take away from these circumstances or situation? And we want to, we want to tonight to encourage those of you that are watching uh, there on Facebook Live with us and the Fishbowl Radio Network. We would like to suggest to you and to encourage you tonight, because every now and then we all need a My word God. of encouragement. Yes, Lord. Yes. And um, see you, Sarah. I, um, I, 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 I know that sometimes we are we are bombarded with the trials of uh, trials of life. But if you are a child of God, what I'm about to say, you ought to count it all joy. Jesus promised us that we were going to have trials and tribulations. But he told us to be of good cheer. Why? Because he overcame the world. If he overcame the world, we can overcome. Sometimes the things that we go through 
is just a preparation room to get us ready for what he has uh, before us. Uh, tonight, we wanted to use, um, use uh, come out of the book of Romans, out of Romans chapter 8 and uh, verse 18, verse number 28 and verse number 31. And um, it, it says, for I reckon that the suffering of this present time are not worthy to be compared with the glory which mm -hmm. shall be revealed in us. And we know that all things work together for good to them that love God, to them who are called according to his purpose. But verse number 31 says, What shall we say to these things? If God be for us, who can be against us? Mm. And so we got a thought tonight tonight for you to ask the question how do you handle your trials of life and with that we must understand that we want to briefly tonight uh, uh, with with the help of the Lord and guidance of his Holy Spirit and the prayers of the saints uh, want to reason with you on the thought how to handle your trials of life because um, the writer of our text is none other than uh, Paul the Apostle and and Paul, being the apostle, he was a son of a Pharisee. He was from the tribe of Benjamin. He was from the city of Tarsus. And not only that, uh, he attended the University of Tarsus, where uh, uh, he he learned to uh, learn to learn to be a tent maker as for a trade. Yes, and sir. when he learned to be that tent maker for a trade, he went on, uh, went on to the University of Jerusalem. And there he uh, studied under the great Gamal and received a doctorate degree in Judaism. And, and uh, the early church history revealed that Paul could quote the first five books of the Bible uh, barbatimly, you know, without any script, without anything, he could quote every verse in that, uh, in the first five books of the Bible. Uh, but not only that, but he mm -hmm. spoke like 14 different languages and in the process uh, Lord, of speaking no. 14 different languages, the that man part, was, that he, that, that man was smart. He oh, had yeah. something in his head, oh, yeah. but he mastered, uh, he mastered seven, but he had a problem. With all that education, he still didn't know who Jesus was until he was on the road to Damascus. He met well, him for himself. Got to put a pen and, right there. Yeah, yeah. We, we yeah. can we can be so smart. <laughs> uh, yeah, so smart. Yeah, there are those who have a lot of degrees. In fact, have more degrees than a thermometer has. <laughs> 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 but they, they don't know Jesus. But see, yeah, that, see, education without salvation make you an educated fool. Absolutely you're so smart. You don't even know you need Jesus. Right, 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 somebody. right. And so Paul was so he was a brilliant man. In yes, fact, yes, uh, he went on to write more of the New Testament than any of the apostles. Absolutely. But the Bible always say to whom much is given. Much is required. Much is shown enough required. Yeah. Uh, but when we look at this guy and all his accomplishments and all his accolades and yeah, all yes. uh, of the sheepskin hanging on his wall. Right, right. What lack I yet? Kind of like the rich young ruler, huh? <laughs> young ruler. Yeah. He said, what must I do to inherit? Inherit. Inherit. I want to inherit this thing. Yeah, he yeah. said, well, uh, keep the commandment. Oh, I've done that. 
From my youth all the way up. I've been doing that a long time. All my That's life. That's a piece of cake. Yeah. And there are some of us who think we've been doing the right thing a long all time. Time. Yeah. And that would be true if that was any of us good enough. Uh, he <laughs> said, well, I tell you what. Uh, you, you kept them all? Yep, I got that. What else? Uh, he said, I tell you what. You got too much money. Mm-hmm. Go sell mm-hmm. everything. Sell everything you got. And give, give it, it to, to the, the poor, poor, and I'll give you eternal life, life, life everlasting. Right, right, right. Wait a minute. Am I, did I hear you right? That's what he said. Did, are you, did you just say, <laughs> send everything I got and give all my money to the poor folk? Do you if, know how much stuff I got? Do you know how much money I got? <laughs> <laughs> you talking about get rid of all of you it. You talking to me? <laughs> I <know. laughs> Yeah, yeah, but 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 the problem the problem was not so much that he had all the stuff. <laughs> my God, the my problem God. was he couldn't let go. Of <laughs> no matter how he couldn't let, he couldn't he let go, of I can't him. let go. Yeah. <laughs> now that's a case that of the love of money becomes the root of all evil. evil. Absolutely. He loved his money more than he loved eternal life. Exactly. And that's that's what's happening. Many of our counterparts are selling out for the riches and the fortunes of this world. Right, right. Uh, They're rich in houses and land, but they're not rich toward God. Can I be scriptorial with it? Yeah. He said, what shall it profit? Come on here. Get out of my head, Brian. If he should should gain the whole world and yet lose his his soul. What what, what does it profit you? What what does it profit you to get all this stuff? Because mm-hmm. that was a Bible, that was a, a, a scripture in the Bible, where a man had some land turn out to be real good, yeah, and and got a good crop, tore down one barn, Build built a more. bigger barn, and mm-hmm. stacked and packed. And see, a lot of us are doing that, stacking and packing, word, stacking and packing, but we're not. Preparing. Oh my God! <laughs> yeah. Well, there's some mistakes we make in our packing and stacking. Absolutely. Absolutely. First of all, we think the stuff that we stacking and packing is going to live and not deteriorate uh, mm. until we need it. Absolutely. Then Absolutely. we think the other mistake we make is that we, we gonna think live. we're going to live long enough to, to use eat it all. all that. Yeah. <laughs> or, or spin it all. What? Yeah. Right. Uh, he asked the question after Jesus said. Wait a minute, man. I, I got a deal for you. Right. I got a deal. He said, what's the deal? What's the deal, Pickle? Give all that stuff away, <laughs> man. Yeah. And I'll give you eternal life. That man said, what? He walked away. The Bible said he walked away sorrowfully. So, yes. The rich young ruler didn't want to do it. That was the one who kept the commandment. This Amen. man was told to sell. And, and, and then he was told to sell his stuff. This guy was told to give it away. Right, and right. he didn't want to give it away because he had so much, yes. and that's what's wrong with some of us. We got God sends blessings to who He can get a blessing through. through. Absolutely, and if you don't have no outreach, you won't have no inreach after a while. You're right. He's gonna cut that off because see, but, you 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 hold it on to it, and, and 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 the tragedy is the Bible called him a fool, Brown. Yeah, yeah. Said now who gonna get the stuff? After you go. That you done staved up. Yep. That's you, why the wealth of the wicked <sighs> saved up for the righteous. Absolutely. Better ask somebody. We, we uh, who can't know you, you, you going to put in a grave? Now, back in the day, 
uh, Brother Technician. They yeah. used to put jewels and riches and money and tombs. changes of clothes. They put all that stuff until folks started robbing the grave. Yeah. <laughs> tombs. Tombs of the ancient pharaohs and, and right. kings. They used to have riches that was placed inside of the inside of the tombs with them. And but come to find out along they had already deceased and they dried up and bones and stuff but the 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 riches were still there. And but the thing about it is you don't need it over there. What you need over there, you need Jesus. You, you not only do you need him gonna buy something when we get to him. Absolutely. And uh, you're going to have prestige when you get there. Yeah. You know, you're going to have clout because you got a little something, something. But if you don't have Jesus, you don't have anything. I don't care how much money you have, how mm -hmm. much money you acquire in this life. Without Jesus, mm -hmm. you are nothing. All right? I know but, you're right. But, Can I tell you a little story there, Pastor Brown? Thank you, Pastor Allen and yeah. Sister Smith, Sarah. Thank you for joining us. Thank you for tuning in. Uh, this is Dechelle. Thank you all so much. Listen, there's a story told about this guy who was a millionaire. He was a rich man, and he had three sons. And he told his sons that when I die, I want each one of y'all to put a million dollars in my casket. Put that million dollars in there. And the boy say, you going to do what daddy said? Yeah. So daddy died. And one son asked him, he said, did you put yours in there? He said, yeah, man. You know, daddy told <laughs> oh, I know us. Going. He said, daddy told us to put it in there. I'll put the million in there. And the second son said, he said, did you put yours in there? He said, yeah, I'll put it in there. Daddy said, put the million in there. And the third son said, they said, did you put the million in there? He said, well, I, I didn't have, no, I couldn't get to the bank, get no cash. So I wrote a check uh, for, for your million and his million and mine. Just wrote a $3 million check and put it in there. And I took the cash. Because <laughs> if he could spend this cash, he'd cash that check. <laughs> Amen. Amen. <laughs> Sometimes we get caught up in the wrong stuff, holding back and holding on. And it's, it's going to be no good to you. Absolutely. How, how do you handle the trials that you're going through? How and anybody tonight knew about trials, it should have been Paul. Oh, man. Because, you know, Paul was beaten with a rod. Left hand did. Deserted by his friends. Man, tell about uh, it. Shipwrecked. Ooh, more than once. Yes, sir. And he knew what it was. To lie, uh, to lie on or talk about cheated and mistreated and not only that, call everything except a child of God. But now as a, a, as we take a closer look at the examination of chapter 8, it reveals that, 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 that the reason why Paul was having trials was that because he was busy doing something for the Lord. That's what now, it is. And the devil do not want you. To do anything for the Lord. Can I? Can I? Can we mm. pause and point for that on that? On wow. that. Let's, let's tarry for a moment. And see, a lot of times people give you the pie in the sky about Christianity and about serving God and working in the church and doing the things for God. 
and they say if you give your heart to the Lord, all your troubles will be over, and Not you'll so. live on a fiery bed of eating, yeah. and everything going to be hunky-dory and peachy king. But the reality is that your troubles don't start until you decide to go the opposite way of the devil. When you decide you're going to walk with God, that's when the devil starts bothering you. And let me tell you the reason why. Because when you were on his team, you was a pretty good candidate, and you got a lot of his business done. Right. And now that you done quit him, he wants you back, Michael Jackson. He wants you back. Yeah. He wants you back on his team, and he's upset. And I will tell you right now, if the devil ain't bothering you, if he's not putting trials and, and temptations and various obstacles in your path, then it might be because you're going the way he wants you to go, and you're no longer a threat. To what he his own agenda does that make sense makes good sense and yeah. and you know uh, a lot of times uh, some of you that are watching tonight you have received some church hurt oh my god that's and, a terrible uh, hurt really. it is it is and uh, Paul experienced some church hurt yeah this didn't only come from the outside but it came from the inside People that you're trying to promote a program in church, you're trying to do what the Lord have commanded you to do, and it seemed like every time you try to do what the Lord have commanded you to do, somebody start putting a, putting a, putting a, putting a mouth on you, or somebody try to block your path. Someone tries to put a stumbling block in your way. But I want you to know, I want to give you a word that you need to have in your vocabulary. Mm. And that word is tenacity. You need to have some stick to itness. You need to be able to endure when these fiery trials come up on you. You said, but how do I handle my trials? Paul had admonished them to that in all things. You know, when you, when you, when you, when you, when you, when you're confronted with divers temptation, count it all joy. Because the joy of the Lord is your strength. You're going to have your trials and tribulation, but you can be of good cheer. Be of good cheer. Whatever you do. Now, here's what happened. Doc, you know, when the trials come, the devil tried to make you think you're inadequate. Mm -hmm. Tried to make you think that you're not going to make it. Oh yeah. Trying to think that, you know, I did better. You remember when the children of children of Israel came out of Egypt and oh, then yeah. they got in the wilderness and they said, you know, uh, I, we, we we need to go back because you know we we don't left the flesh the flesh pots over there. We don't yeah, yeah. left those things. But I stopped by to let you know what you have behind you is not to be compared to what God has in store for you for in front of you. At one person, Paul said, forgetting those things that are behind you. And reaching unto those, those things which are before you. Absolutely. Press, press, mm -hmm. press, press, press toward the mark see it, see of it. the higher calling of God through Christ Jesus. That's but it right You got to learn how to press your way. The song, song said, press your way through. Press your way through. Yes, sir. Amen. Yes, sir. And, and, and you got to learn that when you're pressing your way through,
God will bring you through. But we need to understand that that out of all these things, and you know, some of you try to justify where you are right now. You 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 mm-hmm. you're saying you're saying, well, you see, uh, if, if all you have to do is come to church on Sunday. Well, the devil got uh, got you where he wants you, and you want to come to Sunday school. Uh, Bible study, prayer meeting, but, uh, but, but then they have nerves to tell you, well, at least I come to church. Well, you know, the devil come to church too. Uh, I want you to know he's, he, you don't believe me, do you? When Jesus was yet teaching in the synagogue, the Bible says Satan was there. That part right there. And, and, and mm-hmm. so in order for Satan to get to church, he got to ride somebody. Did he ride? Have you been riding you? Have you been bringing him to church with you? And, and, and the songwriter says, don't let the devil ride. If you let him ride. He going to do what? Try to drive. <laughs> don't let him be your boss because he going to make your soul lost. <laughs> don't let him be your friend. Yeah. Because he'll sure cause you to do some sin. <laughs> <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. Don't let him ride. But it's not all about coming to church. It's not all about being uh but it's it, but it's about being the church. It's not about mm-hmm. working in the church, but it's about doing the work of the church. That's it's a all. difference between working in the church and doing the work of the church because when lives start changing, Satan gets mad. When alcoholics throw away their bottles, when drug addicts put down, uh, 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 put down their pipes and quit smoking blunts, when husbands quit beating their wives, when people now, get off of Facebook and get into the good book, Satan gets mad and spiritual warfare begins and trials start coming but in the text before us Paul gives us something some instructions on how to handle the trials of life the first thing what is the first thing he tells us doc the first thing Paul tells us is that is that we have the right got to have the right perspective perspective yes in other words you can't look at your your situation. situation That's the problem. From a physical point yeah. of view, you have to look at it from it's a this. spiritual point of view. You got to look at it through spiritual glasses, through spiritual lens. Help me, somebody, because <laughs> yes, uh, when, because when when you look at it uh, from from the physical point of view, you focus on the here and, and the now. now. Right, right. But but when you look at it from the spiritual aspect, you focus on the there. And the den. Oh, my God. For Romans 8 and 18. Yet, what we suffer now is nothing compared to the glory he shall give us later. Somebody ought to say, the best is yet to to come. The best is yet to come. And it's going to get greater later. Greater later, baby. Greater (laughs) later. So Paul begins to reveal it to us. All a matter, it's all a matter of perspective. Perspective. How do you look at it? Half empty or Uh, half half full? You know, it makes Um, a difference. Huh? How, how, How do you look at it? I spilled my milk. Is it all gone or is it gone? <laughs> Do you have anything uh, left? Uh, 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 is, is there some more in the jug? 
<laughs> My God, sometimes we uh, can be so. Do you have enough money to go get you some more? Go get some more. You can't cry yeah. on spill milk. No Absol- way. Absolutely. Uh, we, we, we have to look at it in such a way that we have a positive attitude about the circumstances or the situation. Right. I can say I got cancer. Uh-huh. And I can manifest it by putting it out there in the atmosphere, and it could even get worse or make me feel worse. Right, right. But I don't have to say I got cancer, even if I've been prognosed or diagnosed. Absolutely. I got to say, by his stripes, by his stripes, I, I am healed. healed. The, the fact that I got it is evident. I don't have to speak it. I know what I got. But guess I what? I may have it. Yeah. But it don't have me. Talk about it, Brown. Talk <laughs> it about it. It makes a difference, I Doc. Believe, I believe you a preacher. I, I, I think you my daddy's brother's boy. I perceive you <laughs> I a believe. man of God. Amen. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, but you got to understand, yeah. something may have a hold of you. You remember the other day we was, we was just we was talking about this thing. We was talking about that song. Yeah. The devil thought he had me. But the Lord, he reached, he grabbed me. He in other words, he reached out and grabbed me. And we have to understand that you're in the hands of God. And when you're in the hands of God, can't nobody pluck you out. Because, because God's hand can hold you when nothing else will sustain you. God's hands will protect you when your gun is out of bullets. God will, uh, will, will, will watch over you when everybody else have fallen asleep. I stopped by to let you know he that keep it Israel neither sleep nor slumber. My God. Amen. And if God is staying up all night. Well, why are you? <laughs> Somebody ought to get some Somebody rest. Somebody ought to go to sleep, man. You need it. He yeah, don't. That's absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. God got what you need. And How to absolutely. handle your trials. Yes, Some yes. of us, we allow our trials to succumb us to the point that we drown ourselves in our own tears. tears. Yeah. We, we, we manifest it. And we just dwell in it. There are folks out there right now, and you might be one of them bragging right. about how many bottle of pills you got to take. Absolutely. That ain't Absolutely. nothing to gloat on. No. Uh, you all say the devil is alive. I'm getting off this stuff. Yeah. I'm not taking all these pills that Dr. gave me. <laughs> you know, before before I got to the studio tonight, I was talking with my dad. I was going to call you back, and I was talking with my dad. My dad said, son, do you remember that song by the Eagles? I said, what song is that? He said, don't let the sound of your own wheels drive you crazy. I said, don't okay. Let, yeah, you. you of your own drive you crazy. Don't let the sound of your own wheels drive, drive you, you crazy. crazy. Yeah, that yeah. song, that song right yeah, there. Yeah. But uh, but here's what happens. In uh, 1 Corinthians chapter 10. What did it say, real? In verse number 13. It says, there had no temptation taken you, but such as common to man. But God is faithful. Wait a minute. I ain't got, there ain't no temptation that I can't get out? God is faithful. Not, not that's, that's common to man. Because, but God is faithful. What? How do I handle it? How do I you? I got to know God is faithful to do what, Pastor? To handle what's going on. Because he said this in the latter part of that verse. He said, who will not suffer you to be tempted above that uh, ye are able, 
but will with the temptation also make a way a way to escape that you may be able to bear it. My God, my God, that's a word right now for mm. somebody that's going yeah. through some kind of yes, addiction. Yes, yes, if you're yes. caught up with your addiction, it doesn't matter what that addiction is. Drugs, alcohol, Whatever it men, is. women, yeah. this, that. It doesn't matter what the hang-up is and you've been caught up. Listen, you don't have to succumb to it. God is, is is standing with open arms right now saying, whosoever will, let come, come unto me, let him come. Yeah. I will in no wise cast you man. out. You have some help, and help ain't on the way. It's already here. Yes, it And is. all you yes, have to is. do, if you can look up, reach up, you can get up again. Amen. My God, God is in the restoration business, and he's restoring lives. He's putting families back together. That's been broken for years. He's giving husband back their wives, wives back their husband, Absolutely. restoring broken and, and severed relationships between fathers and sons, sons and daughters, daughters and brothers and sisters. God is in the restoration business, and he wants to restore you and make you whole again. He wants to give you everything that the devil took from you. Absolutely. He wants to give it back, and guess what? When God gives it, it he'll give you what? Double, Double for your, your trouble. trouble. My God. If you don't believe him, ask Job. <laughs> Job is a witness. Well, the old great Job being say, oh, blessed be the name of the Lord. Yes, the sir. Lord give it. And the Lord take it oh, away. But blessed now. be the name of the Lord. That's now, right. now, 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 you know, Doc, you were talking about, number one, you got to have the right perspective. Uh -huh. and, and when you have the right perspective, you are able to give God some praise in the midst of whatever you are going through. You are able to count it all joy because it's not what I'm uh, going through that gives me joy, but it's the God who uh, uh, the God you serve who will help you and help you overcome any problem, trial or tribulation you may be going through. And that's. And and this is and and this is a key word. And this shall pass. This too Ooh. shall pass. Oh, if anybody know it's gonna pass? You have to know it's gonna pass. Well, because there's another song that says, "I'm so glad trouble oh, don't last always. Yes, yes. Weeping may endure for the night, but, but what? what? Joy will come oh, in the morning. No he didn't say it might come. He didn't say it ought to come or it should come. He <laughs> said it will come. Oh, my God, Amen. my God. Oh, you might be in your night. I don't know how long your night is, but help me, somebody. Some of you all been in the night for a long time. Absolutely. But guess what? The sun going to shine after a while. After a while. You got to hold on to God's unchanging hand if you're going to handle Oh, my God, your trials. Uh, I don't know if Dr. Brown put it all in here, but I want to throw another bomb at you in a minute. Better do it. That that bomb said if you're going to handle your trials, you got to put on the whole arm of God. Put it on. Put it on. <laughs> Some of us trying to fight the devil with dickies and high shoes. Amen. Amen. you got to be dressed right yeah, you got to be dressed for success. Yes. Uh, a painter don't come in with no four-piece suit on. No, Helping no, no, somebody. No, no, no. Uh, <laughs> he, he wears clothes that's going to 
be conducive to what he's about to do. Absolutely. Hello, somebody. You got to be dressed to get it right and to get it done. Help me, somebody. You be sitting there worried about uh, getting something on your blue suede shoes if you got on the wrong shoe. I can't do that because I might get something on my on my shoes just that or my, Absolutely. my outfit. Yeah, yeah. You, you, know, you know, people don't want to mess up their outfit. <laughs> and, you know, but when you have the right perspective. Right perspective. And when you have the right perspective, but not only that, you will, when you know that you have the right perspective, you're going to realize one thing. You're going to realize that God has a purpose. He has a purpose for what you're going through. Because when you have the right perspective, you realize that for allowing you to go through your trials, you got to remember that Romans 8 and 28 says, this is for the children of God. If you're not a child of God, this don't apply to you. This applies to the saints of God. We want to encourage the saints uh, to, to, to hold on just a while longer. And we want to encourage the, uh, the sinner to come on the Lord's side. Oh, yeah. Now, to the saints, he says that, and we know, that's why he put Romans 8 and 28 there. Oh, he yeah. wasn't talking uh-huh. to the sinners. He was talking to, talking to those that got to be able, if That's for members only. Members only. You yes, better sir. believe it. That's, it. that's a private party right there. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You got your jacket? Yes. <laughs> he says that. I know, know Pastor Allen Smith got one of the <laughs> members only jacket. <laughs> Pastor Alan Smith of yeah. Nehemiah Bible based church in Wichita Falls, take out that members only jacket. Uh, I know you got one. <laughs> yes, yes, yeah. And, but Romans 8 and 28 says, and we know that all things work together for good to them that love God, to them who are called according to his purpose. That's why we said this is for members only. That's it. This That's is it. for Christians uh-huh. that have been born again but but things just don't happen but god does allow things to happen according to his purpose and uh, and, and and if we can i would like to tell you that what i'm talking about is that the children of israel didn't know why but they had to cross the red sea but god had a purpose God wants to bring them out of the dilemma that they're in. And sometimes God wants to move you out of the comfort zone where you are to a place of your own. Oh, you know what? Daniel didn't understand why God allowed him to go through the lines then. But (sighs) God had a purpose. God has a divine purpose. Absolutely, absolutely. Uh, I think James Cleveland, one of the latest songs he he wrote was Accept What God God Allows. Yes, yes. Mm -hmm. But God had a purpose for Naaman, too. Yeah, he did. Uh, But uh, Naaman didn't understand why he had to go and dip seven times in a dirty river, Nile River. But God had a purpose. And sometimes on the Christian journey, when we find ourselves asking God, why this or why that, it's important to understand that God does not uh, does not owe us an explanation but in his word he'll let us know that he will uh, give us a revelation and in the midst of all of it we have to realize that it's for our good he's working it out for For your good you know doc I'm reminded that uh, when I was little and you know how it is. You and people get, shut up, boy. <laughs> <laughs> and you get too close to the fire. 
and the parents send you out a warning. You talking about them dear boys or them open face? Uh, I'm talking about both of them. We have <laughs> both. You know, some of the dear boys you can sit on, yeah. but them open face you get too close, yeah. you're going to get burned. Boy, me and you. She we said, back up to that. Back boy. up to them, and all of a sudden you got long britches on. I ain't say pants. I say britches. Got long britches on, and and they get hot. They get hot, and they just start burning your leg, and you got to get away from it. But Mama used to tell us as a little as a little kid, boy, don't play in that fire because you, it's going to burn you. But the thing about it is that she had a purpose of telling us, don't play in that fire. Warning come before destruction. Absolutely, and so God is trying to tell you that He's trying to move you to the next level. In your life. He wants to give you something that you don't already have. He want to make you better instead of bitter. He want to make you stronger instead of weaker. He wants you to be. He wants you to have insight as well as foresight. But God God. wants to do something that 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 you cannot do by yourself. And that's why sometimes God puts us in situations where we can depend on nobody but him. And when you get to that situation where you can't depend on nobody but him, then God is trying to let you know that, hey, I am a very present help in even the time, time of, trouble. of trouble. That's it. That's it. My Lord. My mm. Lord. And, but, 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 but we have to be connected some to the right are, power source. Some folks ain't connected, Doc. That's the if problem. If you're not connected to him. I, I know that, you know, we was talking earlier at the beginning of the show about Pastor Malone, them preaching in the revival, talking about surviving the aftermath. If you're not connected to the Lord, you can't survive the aftermath. You ain't going to be able to make it. If you think you're going to make it on your own, mm. oh, my God, that uh, uh, that songwriter said, I tried to make it on, on my, my own. own. Yeah, yeah. But the burdens became too much for yeah, me to bear. bear. Yes. Huh? We got to cast all our cares upon him because he careth for us. Absolutely. And if you're not, if you're going to survive the aftermath, if you're going to uh, be able to handle your trials, you're going to need some help. Uh, For those who are dealing with addiction, uh, the 12 Steps is a good program. Right. It's biblically based. It's not the Bible, but it's a good Bible for addiction. Are y'all with me? Right. But right. one of the things that it drives you to is that you ought to get a higher source. And that higher source is God. God has a way of taking the bitter and making it sweet. He can turn your midnights in the day. He can turn every trial into a triumph. He yes, can make yes. your hospital wards turn into green pastors. He can turn your sickness into joy, unspeakable joy. Uh, but you got to have God. God plus any situation or circumstance equals deliverance and healing. Yes. Without yes. him. You got you can't make it. You gonna utterly utterly fall. Now 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 let me let me let me say something to you. Now Doctor Malone ain't talking about just any God. He's talking about the true and the living God. That part right there. A lot of us got some little bit. Got some gods that starts with a lowercase G. Uh huh. But the God that we serve is an uppercase G. He's above all. He's all cap. 
He's all caps. <laughs> we got we got we got them guards in our yard, guards in our driveway, guards in our pocket, guards in our bank account, yeah. children mm-hmm. upstairs in the in two right. three room. We got right, all right. kinds of guards. Uh, we go to our guards every day. We worship yeah. our jobs, jobs and all of these things. But there's there's none like the true and the living God. And the way that you get to the tr- the way that you get to the true and the living God, you have to go through His Son Jesus Christ. Mm. When you get Jesus, you got the Father. When you get Jesus, you got it all. You got everything that you need. You have a mediator. You have you you have someone to uh, to to fight your battles for you. You have a savior. You have eternal life. You have riches untold. You have faith un, uh, uh faith, and it's full of glory. You got you got some things that money just can't buy. And I and 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 you know, so many times people go to a psychiatrist, and nothing wrong with going to a psychiatrist. Don't get me wrong. Wrong. Everybody need a little uh, mental uh, mental uh, uh, uplift, uh, makeover. Mm-hmm. But the thing about it is, is that he has a way of, as the old folks say, he's a mind regulator. Yeah, Amen. He's hard a hard fix. fixer. You know, a heavy load carrier. A heavy, absolutely. But you need to know who Jesus is. If you don't know him, you need to get to know him because if you're going to survive the aftermath, if you want, you talking about you want to go to heaven, you can't get to heaven without Jesus Christ because Jesus said it. I am the way, the truth and the life. And no man can cometh unto the Father, but by me, says Jesus. I am the door. I am the door. That's right. But, But the latter part of this, we want to tell you that we told you that you got to have the right perspective. Yes, sir. We told you that uh, God's got a purpose. Mm-hmm. But now we want to tell you that you have to be connected to the right power source. Because in verse number 31 of the said scripture, Romans 8 and 31, Paul says, uh, 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 Paul says, what shall they say then? If God be for us, who then can be against us? If God be with you, then you have all that you need. Mm. If God be with you uh, uh, in sickness, you have a doctor in the sick room. If God be with you, you in trouble, you uh, what? You got a lawyer in, in the, the courtroom. Court Go ahead, man. You got a company keeper when you're in your lonely hour. My Lord, that's You got God. water when you oh, my God, you're Yeah. You got bread when, when you're, you're hungry. hungry. You got a lily in the valley and a bright morning star. You better hear me now. <laughs> oh, my God, you got the one Oh, my God, who is worthy of our praise. I don't know. Uh, uh, the late Ali McDay used to say, Church, I don't know what Jesus, what he is to you. I only hope he is to you what he is to me. For he is all I'd like to own. Oh, he's my chief cornerstone. <laughs> 
I'll agree that he is all that and more to me. Some say he's the rose of Sharon. Some say he's the lily of the valley. Some say he's the bright morning star. Uh, 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 the writer of the song say he's, I agree, he's all of that and more, more to, to me. me. Well, he's my all in all. Amen, oh my amen. God, my my wheel in the middle of the wheel like Jeremiah. Yes, sir. My fire. Oh. Shut up in my boat. Yes, sir. On, yes, Come sir. On, Doc, now. we got to get out of here, man. Our time, we got, up our time is up, man. We up. We up. We up. We got to get out of here. Seems like well, we just well, get started. I I know. I know. And uh, what do you have some departing words for the people tonight? Listen, if you want, at least to, we hold it, them too long. Listen, you if you want to handle your trials. You got to know that you can't do it by yourself. Absolutely. You need the help of somebody who's able. There's somebody right now that's struggling with an addiction. You got a habit that you picked up along the way, and you've been trying it. You've been working, and you've been trying, and you think you can handle it, but it's really handling you. Absolutely. You've tried the rest. Now try the best. Try Jesus. Oh, my God. I Just try Jesus. I try dare Jesus. you. If you give it to God right now, uh, Shirley said that problem that I had, I just yes, couldn't solve. Yeah. I tried and prayed and prayed and kept getting deep involved, but then I gave it over to Jesus. And he worked it out. And he worked it out. <laughs> and at Brown, at Brown, at Brown preached a sermon and said, I like that the way, way you work it. it. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all, we got to get out of here with the old clock on the wall and caught up with us as Brother George Johnson used to say down in Fairfield, Texas. The old clock on the wall and caught up with us. That's all of our time. We thank you for yours. Uh, until we meet again, God bless you. God keep you. Sister William, Tawana, uh, uh, Tawana uh, McLean. Deborah Cornish, Audrey, uh, Audrey Hawkins, uh, Stacy Benavides. Thank we thank, thank God for all of you. Bruce Coven, uh, uh, Kate right. Malone, Sharon Malone, uh, Bernadette Jones, uh, Cynthia Hamilton, Tony Fantroy, uh, Tommy Fantroy, Saida Johnson. Uh, we want to thank all of you for joining us, Miss pa uh, Miss Pam Pam. Thank you so Pam, much, Pam, Sister Dorothy Williams. God yeah. bless you from Buffalo, Texas. We thank God for all of you tonight. So until right, next time, until next time, Sister Wiley, baby, my Until next time, we're gonna let this song take you on out of here. My God, my God. I've had many tears and sorrows. I've had clutched and fought tomorrow There've been times I didn't know right from wrong But in every situation God gave me blessed consolation That my trials come To only make me strong I've seen you as a face, but there were times.